0: Yeah, it's Cash. Get him. DJ Deuce McGuire, this hot as a log fire. fire. Spark the lighter light. in the 303. We wrestle at the quarry. Golden, Colorado. Mercury Pro Wrestling Academy. Elevated Wrestling. Yeah. Hashtag follow if you know the motto. Can't stop now. Got the need for speed. Combustion and concussion. Championships in my vision. I put the key in the ignition. Such an
1: easy decision. I got a hustler's ambition. Wrestling at its best. Welcome to the show. I put on for Rocky
0: Mountain Pro. Let's go.
1: RMP Radio is back on the air. Hi, I am your host, uh, Mr. Fourth Row, and joining me on this edition, I've got uh, the guy you all should know, uh, Dewey Larson. Dewey, how you doing?
0: I'm top of the food chain, man. (laughs)
1: Great, great. So uh, like we do here on uh, RMP Radio, we kind of get to know a little bit more about uh, usually the uh, person behind the wrestler or person behind the personality. Uh, So uh, outside of the wrestling business, um, you're really into uh, uh, aircraft, air shows, things of that nature. You've got uh, a company (laughs) called uh, Dream Big. Tell the listeners uh, what
0: that's all about. dream big entertainment is the culmination of a lifetime of dreams and and i've you know i've been blessed enough in my life to do pretty much everything i put my mind to um someone told me i couldn't accomplish something i never let somebody squash my dreams who is somebody else to tell me what to dream to do or, or whatever it may be. And that was always my motivation. So whenever I, I lost my job with WWE, I, I honestly went into about a six-month stage of depression. I thought I had my whole life ahead of me with WWE. My kids were going to go to a great college, blah, blah, blah. And then just overnight, literally, it was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went into depression. I lost my house. You know, I almost lost my wife. Um, it it was it was a very dark time in my life. But you know what? I, I believed in in dreams. And so literally, um, one day my wife was like, "What do you, what did what did you tell my dad that you were going to do to take care of us when you retire?" And I said, "I'm going to get fighter jet and I'm going to put it on a trailer." and I'm going to live my dream, and I'm going to be my own boss, and I'm going to share aviation history and the passion of aviation with everybody. That's what the dream started. And when we came up with the name of a business, it was a a big dream. So I said, perfect. And my wife and I looked at each other at the same time. We said, dream big, and the rest of it is history. So now I've been in business 10 years, traveling the country. I do typically On a non-COVID year, I do about 40 air shows and aviation events all throughout the country um, annually. So from the first weekend in March to the second weekend in November, you can find me on the road somewhere at a major air show, pulling my fighter jet cockpits open them up as museum pieces, dressing visitors up like fighter pilots, setting them down inside, telling them the history of aviation, telling them about the cockpit, and then taking pictures and printing them out for them, so that they have a memory of their own. I still have the Polaroid picture that I got taken whenever I was eight years old at my very first air show ever. I still have that picture, and I, I want to be able to share that with others. So that's what I've done, and. Um, yeah, I've kind of cornered the market on it because my, my cockpits, my, my fighter jets, they are real. They do have history. And you can't get them anymore. After 9-11, the government put the kibosh on it. You just you can't have that. They're, you can no longer have them anymore. They, they go to a museum or they're scrapped. And if they go to a museum, they those museums don't even own the pieces. They're on loan from. I got lucky. I was grandfathered into the ownership so I own all of my pieces. So I have fighter jet cockpits on trailers, and I'm sharing history.
1: Oh, that's awesome! So, uh, yeah. uh, so has uh, aviation been a, a lifelong passion of yours?
0: My dad was in the Air Force. Okay. Um, I was in the Air Force for a very short time, and then. Um, so I've uh, yeah, aviation's always been a passion of mine. Uh, for one reason or another, I, I've I've never been able to fulfill a lot of those dreams, and now's those times. Now now is the time for that. So. I'm not getting any younger, and why not? You know, <laughs> uh, that's, that's it. <laughs> right, I got yeah, I,
1: I got you. Uh, what was the, what was the um, the point, the trigger point? Saying this is, you know, the uh, the what kind of glued it all together? The the losing the job from WWE and making this and and actually doing the aviation thing. Was there something that just kind of?
0: that clicked well, to- honestly i i always wanted to do it from the time i was a little kid i always thought it would be cool to have a fighter jet i i, I thought it'd be cool and then um, put it on a trailer and taking it around because i saw it at an air show one time and i'm like i want to do this i, I want to do this i can do this and over the years you know i, I did other things i did production i did officiating I, you know i did yeah. my wwe stint so I, I've I've done a lot of things. I've just never had that opportunity to fulfill that that dream. And then, whenever I lost my job and I I with WWE, like I said, I thought I was going to be there for the rest of my life. I mm-hmm. truly did. I thought everything was set. I was going to be good to go. So whenever that happened, I I I needed purpose in my life. And you know, praise God that I had the wife that I have, and she just said. What do you, you know, it was pretty much get up off your butt, <laughs> quit feeling sorry for yourself. No, what do you want to do with your life? What, what, what's your dreams? What? And I'm like, I didn't care. I was in, in this funk and then it just clicked one day. I just had this, this deep conversation with God and, and I'm like, what do you want from my life? And I, I just sit down at a computer and. I had, I remember I had seen this particular plane in New York while I was traveling with WWE. Sure enough, I found it. I contacted the guy in two days, took me two days to track this guy down. I found it, found the plane that I wanted. And in three months it was sitting in my driveway and I'm like, I guess I'm in business. Oh, wow.
1: And what, what was this? uh, What was this uh, purchase? What was it?
0: This was an A seven Corsair two. It was an old fighter jet. Um, it was the primary attack aircraft of Vietnam through the beginning of Desert Storm.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it, it, you're probably like going, "I have no idea what you just said, but it sounds cool." <laughs> I, no, no, I I'm,
1: I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with that. With that, but yeah. So um, I would imagine. Owning these, uh, and I, I know I've seen it online, but I'll let the listeners kind of know too. Uh, the upkeep upkeep on these are sometimes uh, challenging.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not so much the cockpits that uh, I got to deal with. It's you know putting a six thousand to nine thousand pound piece of um, aircraft titanium and aluminum on a on a surface that it was not meant to be on, right. and traveling yes. it around the country sixty thousand miles a year over the bumps and the horrible highways in Louisiana, Texas, and Colorado and California <laughs> and Arizona and and yeah, uh, it takes its toll. It really does. I've I've gone through transfer cases and transmissions. I've gone through vehicles pulling it. I've gone through trailers. This is the third trailer that has been under my A7. I have a brand new plane. It's a F18 Hornet and the cart that it is sitting on was actually a military grade test cart that they used for testing um the ballistic elasticity of the canopy glass. So the, in, in other words, the cart that it is permanently attached to is bomber. So I had a trailer company sponsorship. Um, those guys, they came out of the woodwork, man. They've supported me. I love um, those guys, Lone Star Trailers, PJ Trailers out of uh, Texas. They set a subframe underneath this cart. So I've got this 7,000-pound F-18 Hornet on this trailer now. And it's, and it's done up like the new movie, you know, the new top gun coming out. Mm -hmm. So it has all the markings on it of the Maverick plane. So when that comes out in December, we should be having a really good air show season after that.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely. Uh, So um, what's it uh, like uh, going to all these uh, air shows uh, with, uh, with your company and uh, meeting people and, uh, like I love said, it. Ed- education, ed- educating people and things no, of that I, 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 t- I tell you what, um,
0: air shows are, are amazing. You get such an eclectic wide range of, of fan base. It's all grassroots, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's the people that you want to know. It's these people that love life and they want, they want to experience life. Those are the people that come to shows and it's, it's families. So, you're excited. You know, there's this old 80-year-old guy that looks at something and starts crying because he remembers his childhood. And then you get a kid that is smiling and happy and giddy because they get to sit in a fighter jet. It's, you get a broad range of emotion. But I truly, I was built and designed to have this job and to own this company and do what I'm doing now. I love putting smiles on people's faces and creating memories and sharing who I am and what I'm about and just taking a piece of me and leaving it everywhere I go. I, it's it's the most incredible, rewarding job that I could ever have imagined. It's I'm so blessed to do what I do. All
1: right. And uh, do you uh, go coast to coast?
0: I go border to border, coast to coast. Yep. Mm. Um, the only reason I don't go into Canada is because um, to own these former military assets, they have a thing called an end-user agreement, mm. which means if you purchase it from the government, you will not import or export pieces of it to other countries. Yeah, I can do it, but I'll never get it back. It right. becomes property, <laughs> property of the government again, and I, you know, I I really want to keep my relationship with the government intact. Um, I've built up some good relationships there at the state department and I, you know, they see what I'm doing and they respect me. They actually issued me a hobbyist license. So I'm, I'm, I'm contracted or not contracted. I'm licensed through the federal government, the department of defense as a hobbyist. I didn't even know that exists, but it does. (laughs) And that allows me to take these things around and show them off and share history.
1: That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah. so what's um, some of your uh, favorite uh, places to, to travel with, with air shows?
0: I, I love to go. Man, you know, there's so many wonderful places around the country. I've, through my years of WWE and now this, I've been in every state in the country, including Alaska, Hawaii, and Puerto Rico, with the exception of Vermont. And traveling on the highways of all these places, mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It, there's some beautiful country out there that you would never experience unless you drive it. And um, believe it or not, I love Iowa. I love Des Moines, Iowa. I, there's just something about that place. You would, you're you like, Iowa? Are you kidding me? Yeah, but really, I love West Des Moines, Iowa. The place is wonderful. I also love um, Tampa, St. Pete, Florida. Beautiful, beautiful place. Love that area down there. They have a great air show down there. Um, I also love... Houston, Texas. Oh. I love that air show. It's probably my best air show every year. I love those people. Um, they come out, and it doesn't matter if it's raining. I've had rain outs there where I've lost half a day, and I've still, from 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock, had the best day I've ever had. That, that is a straight-up fact. It was. I'm like, dude, I work all weekend at some places and don't do this kind of business. So, for a business standpoint, it is phenomenal. I, I love that place. And they always come out. So, yeah, those, those places are probably the top three. Um, then there's places that I recommend if you haven't ever experienced. You should do it once in your life. That's the uh, Reno Air Races. Um, that is not an air show. It is, it, I was mind blown when I went there. It's like anything, you, it's nothing you've ever seen before. It's amazing. And then um, Sun and Fun, which is outside of uh, Lakeland, Florida, that's, that's, they call it the air show for pilots. So for me, as a, someone that flies, hanging out with all these people that fly, but yet still having an air show crowd, that's awesome. So that's, that's five days of craziness. And then um, it's pretty much any show in Texas is amazing. <laughs> Those people love, to, they love aviation. They love the history of aviation, and they're really appreciative of what, what I do. So I, I love it down there so
1: um you, you said um, 40 shows per or so per year so is it yes. pretty much uh, when the when the weather gets a little bit better you're doing this every single weekend you
0: know what I tell you what this is a full-time job and it's it the air shows are really from March to November mm-hmm. but for me it's a year-round job because right. as soon as as soon as my um, as soon as I get home that second week in um, November I take two weeks off that's for Thanksgiving and to gear up for my air show convention. My air show convention is always the first week in December and it is where we all meet in Vegas. That's where I meet new air show promoters, new air show um, personnel and how I contract my shows for the next year. So that's, that's Mm. constantly busy. After that, I take two more weeks off for Christmas and then as soon as January 1st rolls up, boom, I'm, I'm already on the phone contacting and booking and contracting events right. that are coming up in the next couple months. So it really is a year-round job with a few weeks off in between. And, um, yeah, that's that's it, man. When March 1st rolls around, I'm on the road.
1: That's, that's fantastic. Uh, so yes. you, you mentioned uh, you also fly. Uh, what do you fly?
0: I'm a um, – been working on my private pilot certificate um so i fly a lot i i, I have hours in in lots of different aircraft however prim, primarily right now it's single engine aircraft um working on some instrument rating and some tailwheel rating mm-hmm. that will allow me to open up to a plethora of other aircraft and then high performance aircraft which operate differently so so i'm excited yeah that's once you fly, it's like driving a car. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you learn how to drive in something that's super easy, and then you just work your way up. You don't start in a Ferrari, but everybody wants to drive a Ferrari. Well, mm-hmm. I want to fly a Ferrari. <laughs> uh, yes,
1: yeah, so, so I was going to ask you, so what's the uh, what's the goal? Just keep on uh, going up and uh, getting better? And
0: uh... Well, you know, I, I've, I have a lot of friends that are in the industry, and, um, you know, I've flown a lot of different planes. I like... I like to share history. That's what I'm doing with my cockpits. So in the future I see myself maybe working with the commemorative Air Force flying warbirds. For them, warbirds are like um, the old P51 Mustang, mm-hmm. P40 Warhawk, things like that. They they need people to fly them and show them at air shows, and I see myself doing that. I, I, I really do. I see the, the my my air show business progressing. I can anybody can do what I do. I can contract people to do it and then do my flying. But you know, I also announce at air shows now, so I, I see myself staying in the business, utilizing my flying skills, and just f- becoming deeper into the industry.
1: Oh, that's uh, that's fantastic. That's great. Uh, so, um, well, what about uh, any anything else about uh, Dream Big that the uh, listeners uh, should Dream Big Entertainment that they should know? Um, uh, you know, especially like for us and, you know, we're kind of based yeah, in Colorado. Absolutely.
0: There, there's, there's a couple things uh, about dream big in particular. Um, one of the, my big things that I do, I, I don't just go to air shows. Um, whenever I contract an air show, I, I do a community give back day, oh. which means I come in town a day before. So we go, we do about seven make a wish grants a year. We do school visits and hospital visits in essence, taking the air show to people that might not have an opportunity to ever experience it. Um, I've been to St. Jude's Children's Hospital outside of Memphis several times, which is definitely an impacting thing, and it's meant so much to those people. Normally, whenever you go as a visitor and you bring something to them, you have 45 minutes to go and share what you can. I don't have a time limit anymore. I've developed a rapport with them, so whenever we bring a plane, we can stay as long as as long as their patients are coming out and they want to experience us, we're there for them. So that makes Dream Big so much more than just uh, you know some some goofy little cockpit that has history. We want to share with people, and that drives that nail home for me. I, I truly share what I do. Right. So it, it's,
1: yeah. it's, it's, it's you would say it's more than just the entertainment.
0: Part oh of, yeah, part of absolutely. The
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh that's fantastic. I yeah, love we want everyone
0: so important important, and everyone to have memories. And you know, these kids that are they're that sick, or, or you know, even our older veterans, they don't have an opportunity to come out and and remember these things. We 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 share that, and not only that, I hear their stories, and I want to share their stories for them. So I'm just a big kid living a dream. That's. That's Dream Big right there.
1: <laughs> That's great. Okay, so what about um the what about the future for uh, Dream Big this year? I know a lot of events got uh, canceled or postponed. Yep. Uh, things are starting to open up. Is that happening for you or um, it, it?
0: It's yes, it tough... kind of because normally these air shows they spend an entire year, sometimes two years, to to organize and produce. Right. So when so COVID comes in, just because the COVID numbers drop. These guys can't just next week say, okay, we're going to do an air show. So I have lost all my shows up to the middle of September right now. That's how far in advance. So right now out of my 40 show season on schedule, I have nine events left. And realistically, I'm probably going to stand to lose two or three more of those. So right now I'm, I'm, I'm honestly praying that October and November, I would love to have those last six shows, but who knows? Who, who knows what's going to happen? My bottom line is, I know what I'm supposed to be doing, and I know that I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and I I know that I'm going to be taken care of. Whatever whatever higher power people believe in, I know what I believe in, and I believe that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So I'm I know I'm doing the right thing, and I'm going to be taken care of. And I I feel like the air shows will come back, but what what I've learned over the years from all my years of production and and working in the entertainment industry is it doesn't matter how bad the economy gets, even if you look back into like the Great Depression times, people will always pay to be entertained. Mm -hmm. People don't want to be reminded of how bad things are, and I think that that's going to be standing true very soon. I think people will see people are going to get tired of the negative and And whatever whatever you believe, I believe people are going to say, you know what, we do this so much better if we're together. Let's, let's come back together. Let's have a good time. Entertainment will come back. Events will come back. They're going to get a hold of this stuff. And I think we'll all be better for it down the road. If anything, this, this whole time has allowed us to appreciate the things that we have and took for granted right. now that we don't have so we will appreciate them so much more whenever it comes back and i think that's healthy
1: yeah and um you know I, you mentioned it but i'll go ahead and ask it i um uh, sure. you know maverick was uh, the sequel to top gun was supposed to come out uh, this this summer uh we got pushed back to this uh fall winter uh, you think yep. that's gonna still gonna help uh, you uh, with next year's?
0: Season? Absolutely. Um, with, with this airplane, you know what? I was really I was really on the fence about it. I I completed the project the last week of February. I mean, literally, we put the paint on it, and the next week I was on the road to go to this my first event, which was a car show in Texas. It was a make a ways car show actually. Mm-hmm. So we did that one event, came back, and uh, from then the. Um, I knew I was going to have March, April, May, June. I was going to have four and a half months before the the release of the movie. So I'm like, that's four months that people are going to see this plane and really not know what it, what it is. Yeah, it's an F 18, but then they're going to see the markings on it. And they're going to say, what is that? And then I promote, I'm like, well, it's Top Gun 2 That's the Maverick cockpit. That's, yeah. that's it. Well, now the movie's going to come out before 2021. It'll, it's, to come out december 23rd so by the time 2021 season rolls around people are going to know what that plane looks like yeah. and when they see it it's going to be huge and and that's what i'm counting on yeah that's
1: great yeah all right. yeah all right well uh dewey i think that might be a um great place to uh, wrap this up but right. uh, you know people wanted to um, check out uh, dream big entertainment uh, any way yeah. anything they can do to support you or anything like that follow you on social media what's what what do you what do you got for us definitely. um
0: definitely check us out online at wwwdream hyphen big llc.com so dream dash big llc.com you can see everything that i do i got my schedule posted there all the good stuff all the ins and outs of the aircraft Haven't updated with the new f-18 i need to do that wife's looking at me i need to do that (laughs) um and then uh, of course on facebook dream big entertainment also um american dreams pinup and um Dewey Larson. That's me. That's me. So
1: (laughs) great. All right. Well, uh, thank you once again for coming on to uh, this edition of uh, RMP radio. And I'll ask all the listeners to uh, keep up with you. And of course I'll see you uh, in the future. All right, man. Hey man, thank you for everything you do. I truly appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks buddy. Once again, a big thank you to Dewey Larson for coming on to this edition of RMP radio. And uh, getting to let the listeners know just a little bit more what he does outside of the uh, wrestling business there with uh, Dream Big Entertainment. Uh, It's fantastic. I want to try to attend one of the shows that he's going to be at hopefully uh, soon in the near future. So I uh, suggest you guys do as well. All right, well, before we get out of here, uh, like they used to say back in the day, uh, let's get some uh, bills paid, and if you want to support uh, Rocky Mountain Pro and all of the Rocky Mountain Pro superstars, uh, you can head over to our merch store at uh, rmpwrestling.com. Click on the merchandise link. Or if you're on the Amazon website or the Amazon app, do a search for uh, Rocky Mountain Pro and you've got all kinds of great uh, choices to choose from there. And everything is uh, greatly appreciated in the current state of affairs. And additionally, uh, since we do not have any uh, scheduled events uh, right now, what would be very, very helpful is if you guys uh, want to watch us, what we've got going on. We've got all kinds of uh, Great uh, shows on our Twitch channel at uh, twitch.tv slash RockyMountainPro. Uh, If you are an Amazon Prime uh, subscriber, you can throw a free subscription. You get a free subscription to Twitch. And if you want to throw that our way, we would be greatly appreciated. And if you have in the past, we want to thank you and then also remind you that... Uh, at the end of uh, every month or your billing cycle, that you need to then resubscribe and su- uh, support Rocky Mountain Pro. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, additionally, uh, other places you can watch us, uh, we have our back catalog on the uh, Fight TV platform. Uh, also on impact plus dot TV platform, and you can see all kinds of great, uh, other things on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Rocky mountain pro. In the meantime, you want to follow us. Everything does stem from the website at RMP and on the social medias of the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, all of the username of the rocky mtn pro and once again as always let me phonetically spell that for you that is the rocky mike tango november pro i want to thank you all for listening to this edition of rmp radio where pro wrestling is elevated